You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. All right, welcome back, everybody. We're in the middle of our grassroots citizens panel. Before we go to the next topic, in the previous segment, we talked about uh, the, the Department of Education in New York City having to file paperwork with the government there to uh, to show it, it's taking steps to be more diverse in its in its uh, classrooms. Barry Nussbaum, you wanted to comment on that. Yeah, I wanted to add one comment to the the narrative that's out there, Rick, which I find despicable. The way they run this through, they had a label on it calling it the apartheid school system of New York. Wow. It really offends me when words that have great significance in history, like apartheid or oh, Holocaust, yeah. are thrown around and people are so afraid to redefine what the situation really is that policies that probably shouldn't even be talked about get through based I, on that legacy. I, I agree with you. This is it in is. no way apartheid, and it, and it diminishes in, uh, what apartheid... Exactly my point. What Thank apartheid you. actually was. That's how the illegal aliens use civil rights. They say it's a civil rights issue. We break. There you go. I, I hadn't thought of that analogy, but it makes sense. Next topic. We know there was... Uh, Victoria, you want to add something to that? Yes. I don't think we have a race problem. Our president is half black. His... The first lady is black, and the richest woman in entertainment is Oprah Winfrey, and she's black. <laughs> I think that that the Communist Party's goals a long time ago were to uh, break up the family unit and to make racial conflict and uh, wealth, class conflict and redistribution of wealth. It's Marxism, and the Marxists are, are stirring this up. The Rules for Radicals by Saul Alinsky, which... President Obama and Holder and Al Sharpton are following to a T. If it wasn't for them, we don't have a race problem. America has equality for everyone. Ted Hayes, you say she's exactly right. Yes, yeah, she's. Oh no, I, I did exactly what she's saying. In fact, I have documents that says that the Communist Party of the United States back in the 30s, I think it was, said if we're going to break into America, we do it through the Negroes. We play on the slavery, we play on Jim Crow, we play on that, and we just hang with them and don't, don't try to teach them. Just befriend them first, and once we befriended them. And hence, 1964 Civil Rights Act, which was basically a socialist, communist, poisonous pill designed specifically to destroy the descendants of chattel slaves, as you see, Baltimore, Chicago, New York, etc. Next topic, uh, we, we saw, of course, a few weeks ago, Pamela Geller had the uh, Prophet Muhammad drawing car test contest in Garland, Texas, and two uh, radical Islamists, of course, were shot and killed at that event. Now a group in Phoenix is planning an anti-Islam event, and they're going to have a Prophet Muhammad cartoon drawing contest. Uh, I get their point, Victoria. They're trying to show that we have freedom of speech in America, but I believe they're being insightful with interactions. Do you disagree with that, or do you think this is a good idea? I think she's really brave. Um, I've written some articles about what Mohammed was really like, and I've uh, there's a Muslim in my neighborhood who's trying to silence me, and it's kind of working. I've kind of backed off of telling the truth about Islam and how it's a satanic cult uh, because I'm afraid, and I think she's brave, and I think it's a great idea because um, it's the only way to uh, show the, the masses of Americans that Sharia law cannot coexist with the Constitution. They, Sharia law does not allow freedom of speech. And this is like 
a way to show it. It does seem like she's stirring up trouble, but what trouble? We're free. We're allowed to draw a cartoon of Jesus. Why aren't we allowed to draw a cartoon of Mohammed? Islam should not be treated special. If it is, that, is, that means we are under Sharia law. So I support her. Ted Hayes? You know, on one hand, I've got to side with the Muslims on this one because the Bible does tell you, make no images of God or those kinds of uh, divine persons and so forth. And I think that we all should respect one another's faith in those areas. I think for me, when they made Jesus a blue-eyed, blonde-haired, Hollywood, handsome, hairy guy, it's really messed my and my people's heads up. Sure. So I understand where the Muslims are coming from there, and we should respect that. Barry? I, I agree 100% with our Victoria. favorite comedian in Nashville today. Um, Pam Geller is one of the bravest women I've ever I met with that. Uh, in my life. What, what about this event in Phoenix? I've spent time with her, and, and the message that Pam's trying to get out is, as Victoria says, our country believes in freedom of speech, not proper speech, not non-offensive speech. You're allowed to say anything as long as you're not causing a crime or inciting a crime. And we were founded on those principles and we have to defend those principles. Whether we like the speech or we dislike the speech, it has to be okay. Because if, as, as Victoria says, if Sharia law starts influencing how we behave in this country, then we're giving up constitutional rights and we can't be okay with that under any circumstance, regardless of the topic. And I'm not saying these folks in Phoenix don't have the right to do what they're doing, uh, but I believe they're putting lives in danger and they're, and they're trying to be purposely... Uh, but, but, Rick, what, but what does that really say? If, if certain speech that's free, that's protected by the Constitution, as Victoria says, or as Victoria tries to speak, and then she's worried about the guy up the street. Which is wrong, entirely Absolutely. Wrong. What it says is that certain speech that offends people is not going to be allowed because those people are going to be crazy real fast. And that's not okay. We have to stand up for free speech, even if it's offensive free speech. Ted, what do you say to that? Um, again, well, not much other than I think the Muslims are right to ask you not to make images. And I think Catholics shouldn't do it, Christians shouldn't do it, Jews shouldn't do that. Uh, it's just, just common civil respect and decency. But I do believe we have but, to but stand you, against... But you can't we, not do it under the threat of violence. I agree with that. That I agree with. Yes, sir. All right. Next topic, the economy. If you listen to the mainstream media, if you listen to President Barack Obama, all is well in, in America. But as we have said on this show, according to April uh, figures by the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the workforce participation rate is at 62.8 percent. Only 62.8 percent of those Americans who are able to work are working. 93.1 million Americans are out of work. Um, Victoria, is this something, it seems to me, with all that's wrong in, Amer in the world today and in America, the violence in the Middle East, the unemployed uh, here, here at home, it, you would think the Republican Party would know how to wrap their arms around all that's wrong and say, we have an answer, we have a solution, here is the way. But I never hear that, do you? Uh, the Republican Party has been infiltrated by progressives. That's what's wrong with them. Uh, we should not have government regulations on all the businesses uh, so that they wouldn't go to other countries. And we should drill, baby, drill for oil here. And uh, we could easily have a great economy. It's just that the enemy of America is running the show. What do you say, Barry? Uh, I think it's a number of things. Number one, you've got 
the lowest interest rates in generations. You've got the most amount of government stimulus in generations. You've got a government spinning the statistics, and yet the truth is the economy shrank. Can you imagine where we would be if interest rates were at normal? And, and, and Ted, you know, he's, he said the government's spinning the numbers. President Obama came out and said, well, these numbers aren't really, they're not really put together the way they should be. Why hasn't he ever said, why hasn't he complained about that in the past? <laughs> he doesn't have to. He's an African-American. He can do anything <laughs> he wants to do. You've got to remember that. We, we have an affirmative action president. We put him there, and we deserve what we're getting. Final note on a lighthearted topic. I want to ask Victoria your, your take on this. A, a customer at a Washington, D.C. restaurant thought that his chicken, fried chicken gumbo tasted so good that he left a $2,000 tip on a $35 bill. What a, what a story is that? What kind of story is that, huh? My dog said, I want to be a waiter now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I wish that was a guy tipping the waiter. <laughs> ah, that's right. All right, that's our panel. I want to thank civil rights advocate, advocate homeless advocate, you, as Rick. well as self-described America's alternative to Al Sharpton, yes, Ted sir. Hayes, thank you. the founder, the president of the Israel group, Barry Nussbaum, an epic comedian, epic actress, SNL alum, host of the Victoria Jackson Show. Okay, Go ahead. Can I plug something? Yes. Marriage material on iTunes. We will check it out, Victoria Jackson. I want to thank each of you, thank you for being part of our Grassroots Citizens panel. We're back with more and a special announcement after the break. Stay with me. From the Edge of America, I'm Rick Amato. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast. And follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.